0: We have a very unusual maple tree at our house. The tree is cut off at about 30 feet and it just looks like a very, very large stump and it's covered in ivy. Um, It looks dead for the most part, but there is this one branch that's really long and really old with moss dripping off of it and it's still alive, just one branch off of a whole tree. And it's very peculiar looking, and it's remarked upon a lot. And this year, a Robin family has decided to make this peculiar spot their home. The branch is right outside our living room, so we have this beautiful front row seat as they were constructing this this nest. And now we get to watch as Mama sits there for most of the day to incubate the eggs. And one day there will be babies in there and we'll get a watch as they get fed their worms and their other little things from the forest. As I wrote the sermon that I preached this morning that Mama Robin was sitting about 20 feet from me, faithfully warming her eggs in order to welcome those babies into the world. And she sits there as we worship here together today, waiting, not knowing when the new life will spring forth, but she's ready and hopeful and doing her part. It's a perfect spot to have a nest. I recently pruned that branch so the leaves are really low and thick and they provide shade from the rain and the sun when it comes out again, <laughs> please Lord. And anonymity in the woods full of predators. I love real estate. I love looking at houses, even if I'm not gonna buy one and to open houses and I can appreciate what this robin found in this location. Prime real estate. The holy city, described in our Revelation text, sounds like a place with prime real estate. I think I would really like to go to an open house there. It's the full expression of the kingdom of God. A place where peace prevails. Where old laws are null and void. Even the laws of the sun and the moon. Everything has been made new and where God saturates everything. There's not a temple. God is with them wherever they go. One of my favorite, most favorite, favorite parts of this holy city is the fact that not only do the gates not lock, but they are never closed. This is totally unheard of in the first century. And really now, would would you all go to sleep with your doors wide open? Most of us would not. But in the first century, no one would allow the gates of the city to be open all the time. That's dangerous. It's just inviting trouble. And it's counterintuitive even today. It's not protected. Even, even our little robin found a space that was shaded and protected. But these gates in the holy city, they never shut. They are never locked. It is the kingdom of God, It reminds us something important, that security comes from God and from authentic community, from support of one another. Locking others out does not make us safe. Did you hear that, church? Locking others out does not make us safe. Creating positive and loving community makes us safe. Positive and loving community makes us safe. And trusting God's love above our fear makes us safe. Humanity has never gotten that one right, though, which is why we celebrate or remember Memorial Day tomorrow for all the many people who have died in war. War is a construct of fear and violence And in the holy city, there is no more. So we remember those who have died. We're grateful for their sacrifice. And we pray and live toward a future of love and inclusion where peace prevails. What makes us Jesus people is not who we keep out and not who we are against and not what we fight, but what we are for, what we include, what we celebrate, what we protect. And the holy city that perfectly reflects God's will has doors that are just there to look pretty as people waltz through them. Anyone, anytime. This radical inclusion and love makes us the kind of community that sees that real way to security. Authentic community in the love of the Most High God. Paul and Timothy traveled at great lengths to open the burgeoning Christian faith. They went across the sea and ran into folk that they never could have imagined talking to, let alone sharing space with or going to their house. They met a woman named Lydia And she seems to have been successful in business. She was a seller of purple cloth. Success, however, is not always indicative of peace of heart and mind. And so there was something about Lydia that made her receptive to the message of Jesus and got her really excited about it. She welcomed these strangers into her home. She wanted to hear more. And they, in turn, welcomed her into the city of God, receiving her hospitality. Later, God used her in another amazing way. After Paul and Silas were imprisoned, Lydia was the one to bring them into her home, to give them a place of respite, a place to land, a place to get back on their feet welcoming them through the same gates she had been welcomed into, which were swung wide with God's love. This is how the holy city works. The blessed become the blessing, and everything is reciprocal. We are, none of us, perfect. Nor the folks that will walk through our open gates. And it's really tempting to want to keep others out, to ensure our own safety, that we will never be safe, locked behind man-made barriers. We need to embrace God and one another. That is what the Holy City has done for us, and is what we can do for all the myriad of folk who will waltz, waltz through those permanently open doors. And in the Holy City, Healing is built in. There is leaves on those beautiful trees, you know the trees that provide different kinds of fruit for every, every month of the year? That would be cool. Amazing. But these, the leaves of the trees are meant to heal every ailment. When we gather together, when we celebrate this beloved community together, we can trust God that God will do the healing, and there is nothing God's grace cannot redeem. I know it's true, because I watch y'all do it. I watch how you, the holy city, welcome each other. How God uses your past, your blessings, your gifts, and your failures, and your experiences, to heal each other. I watch as you, as you welcome one another with vulnerability and with grace. And I see you distribute the healing of God with God's love that has been poured out on you. And then how you receive it back again and again and again. And it's true that living in this way, open to others, and not protecting ourselves is counterintuitive. We want, like the Robin Mama out my window to be hidden and protected and self-assured in our own hiding but to get the kind of welcome and wholeness that comes from participating in the reign of God and living in the city of God we are invited to unguarded trust in God and others Jesus spoke to the disciples words of peace as a promise before they even knew that they needed it. They were about to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. They were about to walk through something that absolutely took them to their knees, ripped them to their cores. They would experience things in those coming weeks that, that would, they would have never imagined in their worst nightmares. They would deny Jesus. They would, one, they would run away. They would feel so much fear, that they, were, that they were absolutely trapped by it, filled with grief, with devastation, with depression. They had no idea how dark it would get. And still, Jesus promised them, my peace I give to you, peace that's different from what the world gives. Not peace that comes with a treaty at the end of a war, but peace that obliterates war, Not peace that comes from young men and women having to die, but peace that comes with resurrection. Do not be afraid. Even when you cannot reach out and touch me, God is always with you. The Holy Spirit will be sent to fill you up. You will become the habitation of God, the holy city, the new Jerusalem. It's a place inside of you it's a place in the front of the church constructed of hymnals and y'all's sweaters and some napkins and the joy of children it's a place constructed of your hospitality of your love of your vulnerability and your willingness to listen to someone different than you it's a place constructed of your fears being pushed aside, and your door is being swung open. You welcome people who make you afraid, and you will establish a new day in God's love. I'm not sure how I would preach if it weren't for Father Richard Rohr. If we had bingo for my preaching, it would always be the middle star, right? It would just be a gimme, because I'm always going to mention Richard Rohr, but he speaks to this transforming and homemaking love in this way. The love in you, which is the spirit in you, always somehow says yes. Love is not something you do. Love is something you are. It is your true self. Love is where you came from and love is where you're going. It is not something you can buy it is not something you can attain it is the presence of god within you called the holy spirit you can't manufacture this by any right conduct you can't make god love you one ounce more than god already loves you right now you can go to church every day for the rest of your life and god isn't going to love you any more than god loves you right now you cannot make god love you any less either not an ounce less do the most terrible thing and God won't love you less. You cannot change the divine love about you. The flow is constant, total, and 100% towards your life. God is for you and we can't diminish God's love for us. What we can do, however, is to learn to believe it, receive it, trust it, allow it, and celebrate it. Accepting Trinity's whirling invitation to join in the cosmic dance. That's God's job description. That's what it's all about. And the only thing that can keep you out of this divine dance is fear or self-hatred. What would happen in your life right now if you fully accepted what God has created? Suddenly, this is a very safe universe. You have nothing to be afraid of. God is for you. God is leaping toward you. God is on your side. Honestly, more than you are on your own. Peace, peace, peace. Jesus' peace is a peace that the world cannot give. It's not a peace created by violence, but a peace that comes out of resurrection life. Do not fear. Live and move and have your being in Christ, it is prime real estate. You belong, and you were made to live in the love and grace and hope of God. Bring the holy city, gates flung open wide, wherever you go, because the Holy Spirit lives in you. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let's sing together.